Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, Steel Mace Nation. What's swinging? So today, uh, I had an awesome interview with Matt Limoge, who uh, goes by Steel Mace Mads on Instagram. Matt Limoge is out in Pennsylvania, and he's a really good Steel Mace flow practitioner. And um, I was really excited to get him on because... Uh, he has a lot of insight into the whole steel mace flow modality and, uh, of course, you know, coaching it and, and uh, getting mace uh, out to people and putting mace in hands. Uh, Matt is a um, – he has an MS in exercise physiology. He's um, level one steel mace flow honors coach he has the honors and he's um, an instructor at a place called PYP studio which is in uh, like the Penn State area over there and um, he's also a certified exercise physiologist and he's a certified personal trainer and uh, we had a really great talk about everything steel mace and then a little extra stuff on the side and and uh, it was good convo so I hope everybody enjoys the podcast and uh, before we get to it, I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, Steel Mace Nation podcast is uh, recorded at a shared universe podcasting studio in Eatontown, New Jersey, at the Jersey Shore. Uh, you can actually go on SoundCloud to the, uh, a shared universe, like sh search that, and then you could see all the different podcasts that are recorded at the studio. It's sort of like a, a channel or a network you could see everything else that's on there i would advise you to check it out because there are some really cool podcasts coming through this studio um i also went on just want to send a shout out to uh critical mass gym in titten falls new jersey where i work out and i am becoming a part of the family over there they're they're bringing me in and they're showing me stuff and they're putting me on the board helping teach classes and everything and I just wanted to say thank you to those guys for supporting me and for supporting the podcast. And meanwhile, let's just get on with the show, okay? Take care. Hey, Matt, how you doing? If I were any better, I'd be twins. <laughs> well, we don't need twins because uh, from the videos I watch, I'm mystified by one of you <laughs> enough. <laughs> You have uh, some really impeccable flow going on with your steel mace, and uh, I really appreciate those awesome YouTube videos that you put up. Now, that's uh, under swing theory, right? Yeah, so you can search for me on YouTube, uh, type in some keywords, swing theory, steel mace. Um, you might find me. It's a small channel. You know, I, it's just more of a, a, a passion project. It's kind of fun doing some editing and putting some uh, – music to to my flows yeah that music is awesome where does it come from is that uh just stuff you tend to listen to or is it yeah like so the music in the channel um is the music that i coach to the music that i i practice with myself uh it's just it's music that moves me that gets me inspired to 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 find my flow yeah that's a really good point um, about the music. I think I think uh, you know music ties in well with just about everything we do in life. You know, dinner or whatever you're doing, but it really ties in superiorly with um, with steel mace, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely, 100% agree. I I 
I try to find flow without music, but I find it more difficult. Um, I can do it, but it's just, it's, it's certainly harder for me anyway. Um, but there's something special about being able to move and just quiet and, and the stillness around you. But man, I love jamming hard to some tunes. It really, yeah. it really greases my gears. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And what about like, do you ever, um, experiment with like, like listening to metal while you, uh, while you flow? I haven't. No. So uh, interesting, uh, fact about me, I grew up listening to metal um and it, that kind of faded away shortly after high school right now i find myself listening to more um like world type music there's an artist uh I'll, I'll drop her name her name is Chloe, and she's phenomenal dude she's got some interesting sounds that she pulls from all over the world she travels all over the world and does uh, um, um shows uh, she's, she, I don't think there's a continent she hasn't been on yet. And I just discovered her a year ago and I really connect with her music. All right. What's, how do you, uh, find her? She's on Instagram. Uh, she's on just about any kind of, uh, music platform there is. She is on Instagram. Um, I, I primarily use SoundCloud. You can find her on SoundCloud, Chloe Z, but I think she's on Spotify. I'm pretty right. sure she's on iTunes. It's Chloe Z? Yeah, so C-L-O-Z-E-E. -E. Okay. All right, I'm going to look that up. I, I, you know, like, I know what I like, and I listen to it all the time. Um, I always like to talk to Mace artists and coaches, what they listen to, um, and then listen to it myself. And I find it's a, a great way to like, especially like somebody like you, I watch your videos, but I never really met you in person. So if I'm listening to the same music that you're flowing to, it's like a great way to connect with people on their level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So yeah, now you're in uh, Penn state area, right? Are you actually teaching in the yeah. school? I, I am in state college, which is the uh, flagship campus of Penn state. And um, I actually applied for a position there just this past Tuesday. I'm waiting to hear back from them. So wow. fingers crossed yeah. I get a position there, which would give me the opportunity to bring uh, not only the steel mace, because there isn't anyone here doing steel mace training. So not only bringing steel mace, but also steel mace flow to, uh, to the community, the college community it would be awesome. Yeah, definitely. So um, that's that's always a, a interesting topic to talk about with coaches such as yourself is uh, how to introduce it to people. And, um, you know, I hope you get that position. That would be great and see how. Yeah, see how you progress with it and everything. Um, so like what's your way of going about introducing the modality to people? Man, it. It is so difficult to yeah. express in words what the movement practice of steel mace flow is. I often tell people, look, I can show you a video. You'll get a, immediately a better understanding of what this movement practice is. But ultimately, I want to put a mace in their hand because they're just not going to understand until they start to manipulate this thing. Because yeah man, this offset load really speaks to you. It really gives you a lot of feedback. And to be able to 
find momentum and take momentum with you or even like counteract momentum in certain moves. It's just like I'm moving with it. It's just special. It's unlike anything I've ever felt before. It's really cool. And the practice of steel mace flow for me, it kind of brings me back to like my uh, high school sports days. Like I'm a super competitive person by nature and I always, you know, worked my ass off. I played soccer, uh, ran track. I did baseball one year. Um, and, you know, I always pushed myself physically. And uh, this is a practice where I can do the same. And the, the feedback that I get, the, the rewards that I get for continuous practice fucking blows my mind, man. Yeah. And sorry for dropping F-bombs here. That's all um, right. it's, just, it's just so cool to level up an upgrade and you know instantaneously when you've when you've smoothed out a mood uh, a move or, or a transition or you've developed a new sequence of moves it's just there's so many levels to this it's unbelievable i love it um, i'm gonna be i can tell you right now i will be a life long student in the movement practice of steel mace flow hands down i'd have to be a, 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 a double amputee and legs and arms for me not to do steel maze flow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's good. I agree with you. I'm, I'm in the same uh, ballpark. You know, it's something that once you get a taste of it, it's impossible to let go. And um, if I could add to what you've been saying, one of the things that I find addictive or, or whatever the word is for it, um, is when you start experimenting with certain moves and you have that piece of steel moving and then you figure out how to move your body, like it maybe get out of the way of the mace and then yeah. and complete the move, right? Like, oh, if I turn yeah. my feet like this, um, it's almost like you're unlocking a puzzle that's, that's right there for you. But it's a puzzle that you find on your own, no matter what yeah. anybody shows you, it's always, even if you've seen it a hundred times, you still have to get there on your own and then you have to unlock it on your own. Of course, watching people's videos helps a lot, like your videos. And, and I was just having this discussion with uh, Ken Potis, who says hello to you, by the way. Uh, Ken. Yeah, from Critical Mass, Ken Plant Beast yeah. on uh, Instagram. Um, yeah, he told me to say hello. But we were just having this great discussion that isn't it amazing that, you know, the Gata has been around for like, what, 1,500 years, and it pretty much stayed the way it's been. And then in the last 10 years, we have a hybrid steel mace, which is something that is like a club, but can be used as a mace and kind of goes, you know, people who do mills can use them. We still have Gata. And then at the same time, the Internet is there. So it's technology supported as well. And all this amazing stuff has just happened in this short little time span after this long area of time that was like 1,500 years. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's, it's incredible. And I think that um, with having a steel mace now in, um, in, a, in a fitness goer's toolbox um, is an incredible tool. But it's just illustration that – this movement practice transcends mo more than just fitness. Yes. Um, it's, it's freaking amazing. Like I, I just, it's hard to put in words. I really, I just really enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it definitely transcends, and that's what's so awesome about it. That it, you know, and I'm learning about you know people such as you. I have these great interviews, and um, we learn about their lives, where they were before the steel mace, and you know their trials and tribulations and everything like that. And it's it all seems to be interconnected. And I was just watching Leo Savage do an inter, uh, interview. It's an old interview, but he's saying how. 10 years prior to him even doing any of this stuff, it, it, it was building up to it. It, it. There was something leading him toward it already, uh, just the mindset and everything. And now with you, I'm asking the same kind of question. Where were you like 10 years ago and what were you doing? And how did the mace find you? Yeah, shit, 10 years ago. Uh, what? Or five years ago. You don't have to go back too far. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a background. So, um, played sports in high school. Uh, after high school, uh, I, I went to school in Maine. I was born. I grew up in Maine. I left Maine um, right after high school. I moved to Florida, Southwest Florida. I worked in hospitality for like uh, a span of like seven years before I went back to school to get uh, college level education in exercise and sports sciences. Um, so during that time, I was always into fitness, always working out. And I went to a vocational school in Florida, which gave me um, a, a better opportunity to get my head around what it would be like to work as a personal trainer. So I did that. That's where I met my wife now, currently, which is amazing. And um, we decided, well, after Florida, we moved to Salt Lake City. We practiced uh, personal training for like a year and a half. And she was from Ithaca, New York. And she's like, you know what? There's a really good school. I think we need more education um, for us to do what we want to do in, in the whole field of exercise and sports science. It's more than just working out. Um, and, uh, so we went to Ithaca college. Um, I got my undergraduate degree there, graduated in 2014 with a bachelor's in clinical exercise science, which was uh, a lot of, it was a combination of strength and conditioning and cardiovascular rehabilitation. So people who had heart attacks, who, um, um, need, need cardiac rehab. So having, uh, clinical exercise prescriptions, to recover from, you know, an acute uh, episode. And uh, after that, I moved to uh, Western Massachusetts and um, where my wife was in grad school. Uh, I did a few different things in fitness there. I managed a, a small health club. I, I worked a, a, at a, a boutique fitness studio that did nothing but like high intensity interval training. Um, then, uh, things got wishy-washy and I ended up going to grad school, which I had no plans to do. Um, and I'm glad I did. So I went back to Ithaca college to get a master's degree in exercise and sports sciences with a concentration in exercise physiology. And that is where the mace led me. So I discovered the mace. Um, let me take a step back. I, knew I wanted to be in health and fitness in some capacity. I enjoy coaching. I can see myself having a career as a coach to some capacity, but I didn't want to be an ordinary coach, right? I wanted to try something new. I wanted to be different. So I'm on Google, like researching unconventional training. 
right. and I see uh, uh, videos pop up, Steel Mace, Steel Mace Flow. I click it. I see this dude covered in tattoos, savage of a looking man, doing unbelievable things with this mace. It blew my mind. Right. And we both know who we're talking about. Yep. And um, I immediately knew with my background as you know a lifelong exerciser and in education and exercise and sports sciences, not only what he, what is he what he's doing is challenging, but it's very beneficial for one's health, wellness and fitness. And I'm like, I'm up for that challenge. So I, I watched him pretty heavy for like two weeks straight. I like binged on Leo to really get a sense of like all the movement patterns. I watched a bunch of his uh, interviews with other people and he recommends starting out with a 10 pound mace. I'm like, I'm ordering a 10 pound mace. I get it. <laughs> I pick it up and I try to swing it. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> so humbled. Like I thought I was strong. I thought I was pretty mobile and man, it really just quieted my ego. Um, and from that moment I was hooked. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to master this tool. Like I'm, I'm, I want to learn it. Um, and I've just been down the rabbit hole ever since yeah. I, I have never received personal coaching in steel mace. I've watched people online, uh, the majority of it being Leo, but now that the community has grown, I'm seeing all these amazing artists and coaches pop up. And, and it, it's so impressive to see the way people move. There, there's a lot of similarities. We can thank the foundations for that. But there's also all these like unique expressions of movement. And I find myself trying these, trying to mimic you know, said artist or said coach and my mind's blown. It's like, I have no idea how they do that. Yeah. Um, and it's just super cool to be a part of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Especially at this, at this point in time, you know, it's, it's definitely gaining momentum Yeah. and, and it seems like, you know, it's just going to keep doing that. Um, and it, and it's not a fad. It's not going to go away. It doesn't show any signs of being a fad. It's uh, similar to, the way kettlebell landed here, you know, people were like, what the heck is that? Oh, you're not swinging that in my gym. And now it's like kettlebells are everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and yeah. they go hand in hand and, and, you know, I've been um, working out for a long time. And when kettlebells came along, I just never leaned toward them because I knew what I knew. Now, <laughs> since I had the steel mace going with me, I'm like, Oh, kettlebells make sense to me more now. So I'm getting totally. into Yeah. You know, so so I have a feeling there's going to be a backfeed both ways. Kettlebell users, mace users, mace users, kettlebell users. It's just going to keep escalating as time goes by. Yeah, I think um, both tools coexist quite beautifully. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who said it, and I would give credit to the person who did say it, but uh, what a kettlebell swing is to mace is a mace swing to a kettlebell. Yeah. Uh, kettlebell swings you use your hips right posterior chain uh, a mace 360 swing we're still using posterior chain but now we're using our shoulders so we're really so we look at people who are sitting like this desk jobs students you know whatever doing a kettlebell swing is going to help correct some of that lower cross dysfunction in your hips right. doing a mace swing is going to help 
correct that upper cross syndrome in your shoulders both of those moves my two go-to moves are freaking kettlebell swing yeah in a 360 swing and that'll set you right man. yeah yeah that's good medicine right there you're absolutely right yeah absolutely yeah and, and you know the kettlebell swing is fantastic and and um i'd learned how to do it properly like only recently i wasn't i was just doing what i thought you're supposed to do with it and uh now that i do it properly it's it's like something I have to do regularly and love it. And it's so simple. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing that these tools, um, you can, uh, tell pretty quickly if you're doing a movement, uh, well or not so well because of the feedback that it gives you. So when you do a kettlebell swing cleanly, it's almost effortless. Yes. Same thing with a mace 360. When you do it cleanly, it almost feels effortless. Right. Um, so having that feedback, in, in a fitness program is super critical. Um, when you're just on a machine grinding out weights, um, there's not as much feedback. Now they both have their purpose, you know, uh, these unconventional tools versus like machine based tools or traditional barbell tools. They all have their purpose. I'm not bashing on anything. If you want to move, move. Um, but, uh, I just love the feedback that I get from, from a mace and a kettlebell. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's awesome, and um, your 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 skill level for somebody who has pretty much taught yourself is unbelievable. Really, um, your form is impeccable, uh, and um, you so you took the uh, steel mace flow certification, right? Well, thank you for that compliment. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm humbled. Um, so yes. I, I was very fortunate to have been awarded the, um, the cost of the level one certification. Oh, really? Um, Mace Flow. I, I, it was an Instagram contest that me and two other people had won. And, um, and I'm forever grateful for Leo. Without those foundations, I don't think I would have progressed to the level that I am today. Yeah. Leo, if you're watching this, man, I can't wait to see you. I'm going to give you a big hug. I might have to kiss you on the cheek. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, but thank you very much, Leo. Um, it's, it's really been life-changing. Like, he put together a freaking phenomenal program. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but I'm yeah. amazed that you were able to um, learn so well from that video program. Um because you're it's it looks like you were fine-tuned by somebody that was like leo in your presence you know what i mean so <laughs> so it, it, i know like you know doing a video program it requires a lot of discipline it's you know you have to show up at your video screen and you have to pay attention and you have to put in the work and um there's nobody there to be over your shoulder and i mean you're showing it like as if you almost like created it yourself I, and that i'm big big fan of the way you approach it and um i think that you know you're going to be definitely a, a, a hell of a success with it especially if you get it get that uh position in the college there uh i think tons of people you know if they see your videos they're just gonna be like okay this is something i want to try right? <laughs> yeah it's funny i was on campus a couple of weeks back and uh, brought my music, brought my mace. Here I am out, outdoors, swinging, jamming, flowing. And I've, I've got these crowds of people walking by me. 
And I'm out there for like an hour and I saw two groups. I noticed two groups that, that stopped and were gazing in my direction. Uh, one group was further back than the other. I see them, they, they had their phones out, like they were recording me from a distance. And I happened to look, I dropped my mace, I gave them a wave, and they turned around and walked away. <laughs> it was funny. The other group, I just waved. But, you know, I want people to approach me. Like, what are you doing? Um, I know I probably look like a madman swinging, swinging a mace around, but... I mean, I'm, I'm a easygoing, nice guy. Like I'd be happy to show anyone how to use this oh, yeah. for lessons. I got a place downtown. I'm at PYP studio here in state college. So I teach exclusively steel mace, uh, steel mace flow at this studio. there's no other place in town that teaches steel mace or steel mace flow. And that, what is it? PYP? PYP, uh, Power Your Possibilities. Okay. Yeah, and yeah was, they're an amazing uh, uh, mind-body studio. They got all kinds of classes down there from yoga. They got aerial yoga, yoga, uh, power yoga, hot yoga. They've got spin, spin and strength. They got some TRX classes. Uh, they're, they're a wonderful studio. When did you start uh, the classes there? How long have you been teaching I there? I started, I think it was... Uh, Beginning of June, because I had just I just moved back from Ithaca College to 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 State College here. Uh, I just finished my master's program, so it's good to finally be back in with my wife. We were living apart for two years, which sucks. Oh no, kidding! Wow. So yeah, I I reached out to PYP during like my last couple of weeks on campus at Ithaca, and I managed to get an interview with the owners, and it took. No joke. It took two minutes with a mace in their hand. Here I am doing uh, an exclusive demo for just the two owners. And I see them both look at each other like, mm-hmm, yeah. like we want this here. <laughs> what did you show them? Um, it was just, it was just basic foundation stuff. Okay. Like at first I did a quick demo of what it would be like to pursue continued practice. Okay. Like yeah. the possibilities are endless. And then it's like, all right, let me show you just a couple of the basics, a couple of steps, some footworks, some structures of strength, you know, uppercuts, bows and arrows. And they were like, wow, right. they were, they were impressed. So, yeah, that's, um, I, I think, you know, that's the key here is, uh, as a coach, you want to, you know, cross that bridge with, with the potential client, um, and get them into it they're going to already have a lot of barriers up immediately that it's just natural for people to have something new something different the idea sure. here is yeah. to get that mace in their hands and let them try it out and you know i concur with you on it. everything that i've experienced so far from uh just doing a simple side lunge with the mace and pointing it down some people their eyes light up uh, get them to do a yeah. proper 360 their eyes light up and you know right there that you got them you know they're like yes i see what see what we have here so you know i think you know that's that's the thing uh, so would you would you um advise like coaches that are trying to break out trying to build up a clientele uh maybe the best thing is perhaps doing free workshops once a month or something like that. Um, I know they say, don't just give your stuff away, but 
um, it seems like getting Mace in hands is the key here. So how else can you do it? And, and you nailed it. What, whatever avenue comes to a coach, right, to get Mace in hands, whatever path they choose to put Mace in hands, whether it's offering free sessions or offering really cheap sessions, like whatever you have to do, do it. Um, I'm not going to tell someone to offer free classes when they're probably worth more than, than free. But, um, yeah, just put a, put a mace in someone's hand and give them like, like over deliver, like wow them. Um, but of course be safe, right? Right. It's, it, it can be pretty dangerous. Yes. Um, speaking of which, you know, uh, you are swinging around, you know, a, a freaking lead pipe with a cannonball attached to one end. And I nailed myself a couple of times. And one time I immediately sat my mace down, walked away, and I had to think about what was it that had happened for the mace to have almost take my knee out. Yeah. It landed just like a joint, uh, uh, an inch just above my joint line on my right thigh. And, uh, I just got, I got, I got lost in movements. Um, I wasn't thinking and, um, I was moving too quickly. Yeah. I'll just say it. I'll admit it. I was moving too fast from my comfort and I lost control. And that mace came right down next to my knee and oh, it scared the hell out of me. Had it been one inch lower, I would have been in the hospital. There was a lot of velocity coming down there. Um, so it is dangerous, right? Right. Don't get me wrong. Um, so isn't like back squatting 400 pounds if your form is terrible, right? So, um, it's no more dangerous than any other fitness modality out there. It's just how, uh, how a person engages with and interacts with it. Um, you know, it's, I like to think that, you know, this practice is for everyone. I think everyone can do it. To some degree. To some degree. Absolutely. I think physically people are capable of doing it. Um, it's just your mindset. When you approach this, you've got to have an open mind and you can't come in to like, if you're going to come into one of my, uh, intro level classes, right. And think, um, 10 pounds is not going to be work for you. Well, you're in for a surprise, buddy. I'm going to make you sweat. You will be hurting in a good kind of way. Right. I will make you understand what it, what it feels like to make light heavy. (laughs) So remove your ego, like come in with an open mind and learn something new. It's, it's, it it frustrates me when, when you see uh, traditional uh, um, exercisers, you know, I won't narrow down to which particular communities, but like they, they look at this practice and they bash on it. It's like, dude, you have no idea. Why are you judging when you're not even trying? So um, I, I encourage everyone to dare to be different. You know, try something new, learn some new skills. You just might like it, right? And yeah. if you don't, then it's not for you. That's it, right? Not yeah, not everything's for everybody. But yeah, uh, like you said, don't don't knock it until you try it. And um, the the ten pound mace is is as challenging as you want it to be. It really yeah. is. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, 
treat it like it's, you know, a weapon in your hands. It could take out your knee, right? And uh, yeah. use impeccable form and move your body properly the way you're supposed to, the way the whole system is designed. And you will be breathing hard. You will be sweating. And yeah. you, you will be f smiling, too. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's funny. So I've got this core group of ladies that I'm coaching at PYP. And uh, they're like, I think, eight weeks in now. Uh, they're doing some some smaller flow sequences, mainly just from the master class flow. They're all swinging. And um, when I was selling it to them before I had my workshops, um, I was doing a quick demo of the master class flow. And they had no idea on how much cardiovascular work it takes yeah. To do this movement practice and I have them huffle puffing all the time man. they're breathing hard it's it's just fun because you know it's it's it looks cool and it is cool um, but man it is work it is hard and I'm I'm just simply addicted to the the challenge of always trying to improve always trying to learn new skills yeah and, and uh, that's what kind of snapped with me was um, here I was learning this. And I, I always am a believer that, you know, teaching is the best way to learn, you know. And, yeah. of course, you know, my friends and people I work with are like, what are you doing? And, and I would start showing them stuff. And the, trying to teach in the beginning, trying to teach somebody how to do a 360 was super challenging for me. Cause like, I can't yeah. take my brain out and put it in your heads and you, you, like, I know what to do. Like, you know, but this, there's a skill in having to deliver this information to the person so that they can do it properly. You're, you don't want them hurt. You don't want them discouraged and you want them to enjoy themselves and learn it properly. And I said, this is, this is fun. I like, for some reason, the challenge of trying to teach somebody was so fun. And I said, I want to pursue this and, I'm going to get my certification and I'm, I'm, I want to start teaching it too. And, um, the, and then, like you said, it's a rabbit hole. So on my, on, yeah, my personal end, I'm always like re reminding myself, like this person may not have ever picked up a mace and I may have done it a thousand times now, but I'm still a student too. So I'm going to learn from teaching to this person. And I do. And that's, and that's what makes you better. And, um, and it just continues. It just continues like that. And I, I'm sure that's the same experience that any like you or any steel mace coach is having out there. Yeah, I, I agree. I think every steel mace coach, um, steel mace flow coach in particularly, I think I feel comfortable in speaking for all of us when I say that we're, we're all going to be lifelong students in this practice. We're yeah. always going to be learning. And it's uh, that's that's so rare. Yes. That's so rare. Yeah. So uh, I'm just really drawn to that. And I have to say for you being a public service professional, being a firefighter and, and, and doing steel mace. Um, I think it's freaking awesome, dude. There's gotta be some, some skill carryover into what you do. For instance, like swinging that damn ax, knocking down doors or, or burning walls. Like, Damn, like good for you. I can't wait until all of your buddies catch on and start doing it. I, I watched your last podcast. Um, I forget who was it. Was it Dr. Joey? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Joey, you mentioned that you're trying to get your buddies on there yeah. and they're a little hesitant. Yeah. It's like, Oh man, you keep trying to keep nudging them because I think that skill uh, will transfer over to their practice. Yeah, I think so too. And I think I, I uh, you know, some people get set in their ways and, and, you know, yeah. a few of the guys yeah. are, 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 you know, coming to me and I'm helping them. But uh, I think the key for me is actually to focus on the new recruits um, basically get get down to the fire academy and give them a steel mace start them off with just swinging it at a, at a tire because you yep. know you got to remember like people aren't really coming from like construction jobs nowadays and and working on roofs they're not skilled with tools like when i got hired um i i yep. used to do roofing and and i used to swing sledgehammers and so that was nothing for me but we really do have guys coming on that never even swung a sledgehammer so yeah. start them off with a mace it's easier to swing and, and it's safer and then while we're at it hey let do a windmill with it oh okay how about doing a 360 with it and i think that's a great way to uh introduce it at that level and um uh, of course with it a discussion about health and fitness and wellness and longevity and mobility which you know yeah. is a big thing with the fire department carrying all that gear wearing the air pack and all that stuff it just destroys your posture and yeah. uh, if you're not doing stuff to counterbalance it like a 360 swing or tens and twos you, you know you're you're fighting an uphill battle so that's that's where i think i'm going to go with it so that i'm glad you brought that up and i'm i'm putting that out there now that that's one of my one of my goals there while I still have time in the fire service. Yeah. So now I also uh, liked what you were talking about just a, a few steps back. Now you were talking about going back to school again and, you know, getting more education. I think I need more education and stuff. Uh, and I, I kind of like heard a voice in my head when you said that, like you said, things were a little wishy-washy when you were in Massachusetts. So you went back for your master's. And I thought, when in doubt, go back for more education. Go get a cert or something, yeah. right? So yeah, it's, yeah. that always seems to be uh, – I've heard this before, and I, I think it, that there's something important here. Um, you know, a coach may be having a difficult time with uh, their steel mace practice. Maybe they're not getting enough clients or whatever. Maybe look around for another certification. Maybe, you know – uh, go back to college and, you know, get a, uh, you know, keep educating yourself because uh, when you're more knowledgeable about all these uh, fitness and health topics, it's just, you're able to engage better. Wouldn't you agree? A hundred percent. And just to sum up what you were just saying, knowledge is power. Like don't underestimate that. Right. It doesn't have to be a freaking college degree, right? Um, you don't have to build rocket ships, but you can get like a, like a trade, like a skilled trade, uh, like an electrician or, or even a plumber, freaking carpenter. You, you, like, oh, let's take a couple of steps back. Like you said, um, not many people now, particularly in my generation, you know, I'm mid thirties. I was born in, you know, the mid eighties. Right. Um, we don't have jobs. We're not coming from jobs that have skills. We're working, you know, in Starbucks or right, freaking um, in, in like designer clothes stores or what have you. So um, it's important to get a skill or many skills because it just gives you more opportunities. And 
um, having this certification, a skill based flow certification has awarded me so many opportunities already. Like, I don't think Leo really knows and I can't wait for our first engagement when we meet in person. Yeah. I'd like to talk to him about all the opportunities having the certification has awarded me. And that man gave me this, 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 uh, now let me, let me, let me make something clear. I worked my ass off for that certification. Sure. I, I wasn't just dubbed. All right, you're a coach. Yeah. I had to sweat. I had to work hard, dude. I think it was chapter nine or chapter eight, all those uppercuts, like 1800 repetitions of uppercuts. I had yeah. to break it up in two days, man. I couldn't do it all. Yeah. I, I totally was destroyed by all that stuff. And there was oh a couple of times where I actually, um, like I cut it short and I was like, yeah, that's good enough. And I went and I went away and then it nagged me back in my mind. I'm like, uh, you know what? Th this is really like a cheap way to go about this. So I went back and I hacked through it the best I could. But yes, it is a lot of work. It's work, man. Yeah. And it's, it's so rewarding to even just do all the work and, and just get the certification, Steel Mace Flow Coach. But man, I encourage everyone who goes through that program to just go the extra mile and do the honors, yeah. do the honors, man. Just get it done. <laughs> like distinguish yourself. It's, it was a humbling experience. Yeah. No, something I'll never forget. Yeah. Did, now your prep time, uh, for the honors, sir, what was it extensive or did you feel like, all right, uh, you know, I practice it enough. I know all the flows. I'm just going to do it. Or did you really prep for it? Like focus in on it? I'll be honest. All right. So, I saw Leo, I was introduced to Leo January, 2018. I bought my first mace, 10 pounds steel mace from on it. Shout out to on it. Awesome steel maces. Um, two weeks later, and I did not receive the steel mace flow level one, uh, education material until a year later. February 2019. So that first full year, I was simply on YouTube, on Instagram, watching other people move, trying to replicate it to the best of my ability, trying to, I knew, I knew there was like a system, mm -hmm. but I couldn't quite get all the pieces to fit. Yeah. Um, but I did my best. And then once that online education was dropped in my lap, I'm like, no. So it felt I was able to get through it pretty quickly. Um, I think it was like six weeks. I went through the entire online education while being a full-time grad student. So I was hustling my ass off. Yeah. Um, but by that point, I felt very comfortable and very confident in my masterclass flow, except man, two days before I was scheduled to meet with Leo and to test for honors. I had the I had two two flows backwards. I think I had night shield uh, flipped with power archer or something like that. If I had have gone if I had gone through the uh, the test and done it that way, I would have failed yeah. for sure. So uh, Leo was like, I was smart. Like I messaged Leo. I'm like, all right, here's the order of the master class flow, and he's like, no, no, you've got to flip these two. 
I'm so glad he mentioned that because I would have failed, like for sure. Well, that that's a good tip for anybody out there who wants to take the the with honors certification. You know, write it down, line it up, and shoot them an email and just double check yeah. with them. Double check. That's for a, sure. That's an awesome idea. Yeah, because then otherwise you're wasting your time too. You know, you're wasting a lot of time, right? And you're learning the wrong thing, and then you got to deprogram yourself. <laughs> Or just make some crazy flow out of it and be like, ah, this is even better. <laughs> Throw it back at him. <laughs> but hey, I have to say, um, I think it's really awesome that you're getting your daughter to use a mace now. Yeah, that is super cool. I had an opportunity earlier today. I met with a a a younger boy, um, ten years old. Someone I'll be working with in terms of gaining some. Um, just some fundamental movement skills, just a little late developer. And I was thinking maybe I can introduce Mace right. with him. And, um, and, and it reminded me of you uh, with your daughter. So I think it, uh, like it, it, this movement practice shouldn't discriminate on age. No. Dr. Joy makes a fabulous product the wooden primal mace. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, I can't wait until I can start getting some money so I can, man, I gotta, I gotta get some wooden primal maces. I gotta get all these t-shirts. Everyone's selling meatball has got some crazy t-shirts. Uh, a two steel fit Jeff steel mace warrior. Like yep. she was the first person, uh, who's Dude. selling apparel that I came across. Right. Like, yeah, Victoria, I'm gonna get you a shirt. So hang tight. I just gotta, I gotta earn some cash. Like I just got out of grad school. So give me a minute. <laughs> yeah, I got, I picked up three of her shirts. I was like, these things are dope. I'm just gonna grab they're them. They're so dope. Yes, yeah, they're great. Yeah. And uh, Brandon Meatbomb, he's got, he's got a talent for some graphic design. Yes. Like I don't know what he does full time, but man, he's he's gifted. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that's yeah. that's what's so interesting about the whole steel mace community. And and um it's not just, oh, do you have a mace? What do you do? I want to know what's going on in the background too cuz we have multiple interests. Like I see you have a guitar right behind you. Um no. <laughs> I don't know if you if you play or not. I know I have a guitar in my house too that I haven't touched in a while, but I mean, people are doing other things. They have other talents and um mace steel mace flow you're tapping into that creative side of your brain when you're flowing and you know maybe that makes you more creative maybe maybe meat bomb is like you know while he's flowing he's just picturing these cool shirts in his mind or something creativity brings on more creativity um it's it's fantastic you, you know even you 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 know the the way you engage with people um uh, and your personal training uh, there might be more of a creative approach to it, right? Like, you know, something that you've never did before until you started using a mace. I think it, there's um, a doorway that opens up and creates that. There is. Yeah, there is. Absolutely. So um, flow is just a collo uh, colloquial term for a scientific term. Like this has been studied called transient hypofrontality. That's the scientific term for being in a flow state. It's just simply a shift in consciousness. Like if you drink some beers, you get a little drunk, that's a shift in consciousness. You smoke a little herb, that's a shift in consciousness. Doing steel mace flow, it doesn't have to be steel mace flow, but for me, engaging in steel mace flow, I can shift my consciousness just a little bit because it's just the right balance of of, of danger 
right? It can be dangerous if you're really pushing your edge. Things can get things can get serious and um and and skill right the right balance of danger meets skill and it really narrows your focus and i'm i'll be straight with you man so i did this i i discovered steel mace flow in grad school and for my uh a master's thesis research like i i wrote a thesis that's how i had to do it to earn my degree um i would mace I would get in this flow state and I would read and I would write. I think uh, practicing steel mace flow helped me with my master's education. It, 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 it motivated me uh, to get my work done. It made me think more clearly. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a, a movement practice that can be used as a tool for other facets of your life it's not like i said before it transcends more than just fitness right you can take this state that you get from this practice and apply it to other areas of your life um so you know take what you want from that and run with it man (laughs) yeah yeah um i mean the studying is hard right it takes it takes a lot of dedication and patience and you got to grind it out you know, and sometimes people go for walks to take a break, whatever, uh, maybe pick up a steel mace and flow a little bit. But that transient shift is also similar to um, I, I think the brain needs that. Right. It's like a, a, yeah. a purposeful thing that the brain does. It's like when you see somebody daydreaming. Right. They're they're just sort of staring off, maybe eating their banana or whatever snack they're having. And you're like, Oh, wake up. What are you, what are you doing? You're daydreaming. But it's like the brain needed to take like a break from doing this. Let's, let's shift to here. And, uh, I think that's, what's so fascinating about, you know, the mace is, is it's a way for you to get into that zone and going back to when you talked about hitting yourself in the knee, yeah, you were you weren't paying attention to what you were doing, but were you were you in that transient state? I'm going to I'm going to redact that particular phrase. I'm always paying attention. I simply just got overzealous. Oh, OK. Right. I was moving too quickly. Right. For I don't know exactly what I was doing at that particular moment, but it, it had to have been something like transitioning from a 360 to a mill to like uh to like a guillotine swing or something very rapid and fast that was i was i was pushing my edge right and i pushed just a little too far okay and i didn't have that alignment right so instead of bringing the mace in front of my body i brought it next to my body in line my body and i'm glad i was holding on to the middle grip because if i was holding any longer I would have blown my knee out for yeah. sure, man. Yeah. Yeah. So the, to, to get to that frame of mind, there has to be a little bit of on the edge occurring because when, yeah. when you're pushing that yeah. edge, it forces your attention, yeah. narrows it down and you become more in the moment. You, you can't, yes, you, you can't think about what you're going to have for lunch later when you're doing this. Especially no, when, when you start really getting into it. Maybe maybe that happens in the beginning when you're just doing maybe some front lunges or something. You're not really, eh, <laughs> front lunge. All right, I'm going to think about my tuna fish sandwich. But when you get into it like 30 minutes later and you're zipping around, 
can't you can't be elsewhere. It has to be right here. And that that's the the thing that we really should all be trying to achieve is that state of present moment, not worry yeah. about the past. It's already happened and not worry about the future. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen anyway. Uh, let me enjoy and be in the moment here. That's that's what's the magic, right? That's what's so fascinating yeah. about it. And then if and then if you do it enough, if you practice it every day, you could get there every day. Maybe you could do that when you're sitting with your friends and you're not, you know, worried about thinking about tomorrow, the bills you have to pay. You're not in the moment. You're not enjoying the moment now. And maybe this is a way that you can harness that. You know, well, I could get into the zone with my mace. Maybe I could do it while I'm having dinner with my wife or something. Let me, you know, it, it's really uh, something to to consider as if you're you're wondering what to do fitness wise, right? Uh, grab a mace because it's going to help on so many different levels. Yeah. I, um, if it weren't for the mace, well, let me, let me phrase it this way. I have become more mindful just in general yes, because of my mace practice, because it's, because you're practicing mindfulness. Bam. You can't be swinging this thing around right. and not being mindful of your movement. Um, so I, I, I take this mindfulness and other, uh, facets of my life. So it's helped me tremendously be more mindful about my relationships right. with others, my relationships to myself. Um, it's, it's I, I, like, again, again, I'll say it, it transcends more than just fitness. Yeah. It's super cool. <laughs> yeah. That's the magic right there. And I think that's the, that's the secret, you know, and when people start to tap into that, just scratch it a little bit, they get. They, ooh, there's something here. And then that, yeah. that's where that, that rabbit hole comes in and you just dive yeah. in. Bye. Where, he, where did he go? <laughs> in the rabbit hole. <laughs> Never going to see him again. <laughs> yeah. So um, speaking of rabbit holes, I, I have had my longest mace session was three hours long with like minimal breaks. Really? Like, like 10, 15 minutes of constant movement, maybe, maybe at most, I'll take a five minute break, get some water, towel off and get back in there. Last summer, I spent three hours one afternoon. I, I, I started macing. Next thing I know it, it's like, I'm, I'm hungry, dude. I'm starving. What time is it? It's like 6 p.m. I've been out here since three. What? Wow. So I wanted to ask you, like, have, speaking of rabbit holes, did you, have you ever dived into a May session and just got lost? And well, yeah, but not not that long. But my uh, it was like an hour and a half, and um, I was like super late for something afterwards, and and I kind of like didn't care. I was like, I I just had like the best hour and a half. <laughs> I don't care if I'm late. I was like, screw it. You know, I'm I'm on time for everything. Let me be late for this one thing. But it right. is the same thing. And you were mentioning taking those breaks and you would get a drink. Even though you're taking a break, you're still thinking about picking up the mace again. Like you're you're like, I'm gonna oh, go yeah. back and you're thinking about, oh, I liked what I was just doing. Let me go back to doing that. Let me see what I can add on. You you really don't didn't put it down it's still flowing in your head so yeah. even though you're taking a lot of breaks or whatever it's not it's just it's just to get your hands dry and get some hydration so you can keep going and yeah that hour and a half was like ridiculous 
you got me thinking about three hours now. I mean, that's like almost like sweating it out in a Kwanzaa hut or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was hurting the next day. That's for sure. I was, I was pretty lame, pretty yeah. sore. I felt like I ran a marathon. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You need to do that though. See every once in a while, um, you know, you got to climb the highest mountain just to see what it's like. Right. It's, it's always a good idea to test your edges. Where are your boundaries? So um, I, I've always done that in, in, in my own fitness practice. I certainly did it in sports. Um, and this is a practice that allows me to, to easily tap into that with, without like the constant uh, forces of heavy weights yeah. or or the, the volume of like long distance running, like those marathoners or ultra marathoners, yeah, right? Yeah. Listen, like those are incredible feats of, of athleticism, but our bodies do not tolerate that kind of endurance well. I mean, humans, uh, we're amazing creatures, right? Uh, we all should be very thankful for the bodies that we have. Our bodies can adapt to anything. Yeah. Homo sapiens are the most adaptable creature on this planet. Uh, for anyone else that disagrees, too bad. We are. Like, it's, it's pretty amazing. We can live anywhere in the world, and we're resourceful enough, and our physiology adapts enough to these uh, environmental conditions. So it's, it's pretty fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. That's, um, that, that's a, a big thing about our evolution i think is that that adaptability and the ability to to network with each other has really what kept us on this planet all this time because i mean we yeah. got it easy now i mean i always wonder about our ancestors living in harsh conditions with no electricity no heat every little thing they have to fend for themselves and how many of us if you put us in that position right now how many of us would actually survive um so yeah, yeah. There's something very unique about our species to be able to to be around this long. You know, hopefully that will continue. It seems like sometimes we're we're <laughs> we're ruining things for ourselves, but you know that's a whole other topic. Yeah, we won't get into politics and, and the state of current affairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's why we swing mace. Keep that stuff away. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah, you can swing mace if you're angry. You can swing mace if you're happy. You can swing mace if you're sad. Like, it, it, yeah, uh, there, there are times where I've done all of that. Yeah. It's like um, I, I found that this practice was the first movement practice that I could express my feelings with. And I like to think that it comes out in some of my flows, which I have on my YouTube yeah. uh, YouTube page. And, um, it, it, I've never experienced anything like this before. And, um, you know, I grew up in a, you know, in a, not the best of conditions, um, when I was a child. Um, and of course, like I, I, I was always taught, you know, don't show your feelings, be macho, be a man, don't cry. Like, and that's, that's BS. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm glad I was able to find this this um this this modality of self-expression it's it's helped me grow as a person and um i think any one of my family members if you were to ask them if i was the same person uh two years ago they'd say no man this guy's changed like for the better um, 
Yeah, for the yeah. Yeah, for the better, one hundred percent for the better. So it's been a it's been an amazing journey, and I can't wait to see what the future holds. Uh, I can't wait to put more mace in hands. I can't wait to grow myself as a a practitioner and a coach. Um, I'm really excited for Leo's level two certification, yeah. and um, I'm I'm excited to learn other um disciplines in mace as well um so i i'm looking at other uh other um individuals who have mace programs so yeah i just took um uh kelly manzone's uh, workshop she's uh kells bells oh. kells bells 88 yeah. on instagram you can look her yeah. up her workshop was fantastic and uh, i went with uh ken POTUS to that workshop and Ken's pretty advanced. You know, he's been doing this for a while and he's good at swinging a heavy mace. He's, he's actually going to go down into vintage strength games in August on August 17th. And he's going to compete. Yeah. He's yeah. I'm going to drive him down there. I'm like, you're the athlete. I'm, you're sleeping. I'm going to drive you down there. Go kick ass. Um, but Kelly, you know, she had some great techniques for swinging heavy. That was fantastic. And it's just like little, little details, but when you apply them, awesome. So if you could ever take one of her workshops, definitely grab that. I would love to. Kelly, um, she's got a good vibe. Yes. She's this very eclectic fitness um, persona. And yeah, I have no doubt that she knows her shit. Yeah. yeah. I, she, she impresses me. Everything she posts on just blows my mind. Yeah. And she was such a great teacher just so good yeah. at it i mean like she's able to we had like 16 people in this class and she's at the front of the room watching somebody's form and then she's yelling back at me to fix something and <laughs> you know her ability to do that you know is fantastic and i told her that i was like you know you're, you're such a good teacher you can tell the passion is there and everything she's i'm gonna have her on as a guest hopefully by the end of august or something like that but um great yeah. awesome in the meantime yeah that would be i would recommend that and um another certification that i picked up it was the first one i picked up before the um smf was the new breed certification yeah. those guys are in lodi new jersey they don't do 360s they don't do tens and twos they don't do flow well what do they do they do like a ballistic, more athletic style thing. And he, he comes from um, Dan, Dan Ramsey. He comes from uh, uh, a fighting background. So in his gym, they're using a scrim of sticks and, and they're learning how to like do hand-to-hand -hand combat. Plus they're working out. But the mace is programmed in for like helping with fighting. So that's and that's not an expensive cert to get either. So, I mean, I would recommend that one, too just right on. Yeah. yeah i've been considering them for sure yeah and they're they're going to be a guest hopefully pretty soon too they're they're Gosh. so busy they're they're in lodi they're not far from where i'm doing the studio the podcast but they're probably gonna have to call it in just because of time frames they're so busy at their gym so yeah yeah and it's 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 all just you know fascinating now now before we go i just wanted to ask you about your classes that you're teaching how many nights a week or, or are you doing morning classes too like how often are you teaching at, at uh, PY, pyp uh so the um the fall schedule is not out yet um but we're anticipating teaching i'm, I'm anticipating teaching four days a week possibly more um that's for group training right. i'm available for one-on-one -on -one training at the studio 
one-on-one training at your home, online training if you'd like. I've got a pretty sweet setup downstairs. So I've got one online uh, client right now, and it's uh, he's doing great, yeah. right? So you don't underestimate anyone who's watching this who's into or intrigued by Steel Mace and you don't have a coach uh, near you. You can learn a lot interacting online with other people. The magic has has two different uh, two different roads, two different paths, two different lanes. There's a coaching lane, and then there's that feedback lane that that mace gives you. You're gonna learn a lot just by how this mace is gonna talk to you, talk to your body. So, don't shy away from online coaching if if that's a possibility for you. Right. Okay. Cool. And how do people? Uh, hook that up with you do they just go to your instagram or instagram is like the the quickest way to uh get in touch with me uh, i i'm fairly regular on instagram more than other platforms so that's uh at steel mace underscore mads m-a-d-s um you can find me there you can link to my uh my website through my bio i've got a facebook i've got a youtube and of course my instagram's there as well so my website, I'm tweaking it, so it might look a little weird depending on your platform, if you're on a PC or if you're using a handheld device. So just bear with the... Uh... What's your uh, what's your website address? Uh, website, so I'm using Wix, uh, free website creator. Um, so it's swingtheory.wixsite.com dot com forward slash swing theory (laughs) you can just click my instagram bio and it'll take you right to my website yeah and what's up with the uh steel mace mads or or is that um a play on your yeah so um m-a-d-s you're mad all the time but you don't seem mad m-a-d-s well so let me explain the uh, the name mads so um this learning this new skill gave me an opportunity to really create a new persona for myself and uh that turned out to be pretty powerful and i wanted to come up with a you know a name that that paid homage to who i am um my name is matt right mads is a diminutive it might be hebrew or whatever um for matthew um so mads and of course yeah I'm kind of crazy too sometimes. So uh, I, I forget who dubbed me madness. It might've been Jamie Pinto yeah. or Leo himself, but that that's kind of stuck in the community now. So I'm known as madness. <laughs> All right. Good. That it fits you, man. I like it. It's, it's, it's uh, easy to remember too. So there you go. Um, yeah. So then, uh, so you got swing theory, uh on the internet you got swing theory on youtube that's how they find you on yep. youtube right under swing theory yep okay yeah and um you know i you're if i could tell everybody that's uh listening you know definitely check out matt's uh youtube channel he has really good video that you can learn some good stuff from and and yeah the, like we talked about earlier the music is great uh definitely accompanies it and you know put it on the widescreen on your laptop and just start flowing start flowing with matt 
And I, I'm definitely one of these days. It's gonna be a four-hour trip for me, but because uh, I already checked, it. I've been stalking you, man. I've seen how oh, right far on. away you are. But you're like four hours, so one of these days, like in the fall or something, I'm gonna hit you up, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, make an attempt to get out there and uh, maybe take one of your classes or hook up with you for some one-on-one uh -huh. -on -one training. Yeah, I, you know, that's that's like another little goal of mine is to, you know, uh, try to travel around a little bit and just hook up with mace people and and um everybody's awesome so why not you know i don't care if i go to detroit or if i go to alabama whatever let's just go let's let's party so that would be awesome i i have yet so i've been swinging mace now for a year and a half i have yet to meet another flomey uh in in person another oh, really? mace in person so i'm really hungry for the opportunity to meet someone else who's as into steel mace as i am and who who i can learn from as well yeah. i mean i mean i'm sure i can learn from you i can learn from you know kelly i can learn from i can learn from so many people Absolutely. who are as into mace as i am and i'm just starving for that opportunity to meet new people so yeah we gotta start we gotta start sending people out your way i, I think you're too isolated in your location so I'm I'm eagerly anticipating the um, the new semester because this town its population will increase by fifty to sixty thousand in like a weekend. Oh wow! So um, I've got a video. Uh, I'm ready to just launch on uh, Instagram that's targeting the college community. Um, if you don't know State College very well, there's this um, landmark. A monument um, on campus. It's the Nittany Lion. It's this giant uh, statue of a lion, of the Nittany Lion. And I'm swinging my mace. I'm swinging a 15 pound mace one hand and I'm telling college kids, come find me at PYP studio. You know, swinging mace is good for you and it makes you look badass. Yeah. So then I throw in some one handed three swixies just, just to be cute. So I'm hoping I'll, I'll get like the allure of like a younger demographic because right now I'm I'm teaching um, primarily uh, middle-aged women who are very attracted to this modality of of training. But man, it's it, it this this modality of training does not discriminate on age, on gender, right. on ability level. Like, come get some, man. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. And and, that, and that's uh that's what yeah, I was forgot to ask you about that. Who you know who comprises most of your classes it seems to be that women take to it first and then the guys kind of follow along or whatever um yeah it's just the way it is that's fine you know um more power to that you know i mean that's uh, sometimes uh the guys go where the ladies are right <laughs> so you'll, you'll had, get them I either way one dude in my uh my first workshop here just one guy um, and I loved it. It's like, I want more men. I want some more testosterone. Yeah. Like, let's swing some steel, right, man. Right, right. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. All right. So, um, anything else, um, that, uh, your social media or anything that you, um, you got everything, I, right? I plugged all my socials, uh, right. hit me up, um, ask me any questions you have. I, I did want to say, Fred, thank you very much for having me on your podcast. Um, and for doing this podcast, you and Victoria, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for what you're doing because it's helping people like me connect with other people in the mace community and to learn more about just other people who are interested in, in swinging mace. And, you know, I, 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 I want to bring as much authenticity to 
to, to, I, to what I can about this movement practice and the benefits that it will give you if you regularly participate in this movement practice, whether it's steel mace flow or whether you're just training with a steel mace. Like, it's an incredibly powerful and effective tool, so don't overlook it. Yeah. Also, I'm not sure if anyone has ever told you, but you look like John Cena. <laughs> Yes, people have been telling me this. And my daughter said, hey, look, Dad, you're on TV. <laughs> my engineer is late. <laughs> oh, my God. You got to see my engineer right now. He's cracking up. Oh, I love it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've been getting out a lot. I, I wish I could have his acting career. Uh, that would be yeah, great. Right. You know, maybe, maybe this podcast will get me there. I don't know. But, yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah. Um, so, everybody, uh, that was – Matt Limoges, and I'm John Cena. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast.